0: Hello mate. Yo, what's going on with the
1: bonnet? Oh, don't ask. Fuck knows. I yeah, had a funny five like, minutes and um, died a blonde and it just turned bright yellow and like a light bulb. It uh, doesn't. It doesn't look too bad. I'll give you that. It, it, it's, it's, it's all right bad. now because I put a different colour on it, but it was oh,
0: clean. Off. Yeah, Is it lockdown getting to you? Bad. So, Bad. tell me tell me man how's the, how's everything going how are you uh, sort of coping? I know everyone's probably asked you that question, but you just told me a bit ago that you were training so how how are you keeping fit
1: yeah i'm uh, I'm doing my my favorite you know i'm doing uh, just some runs riding the bike uh runs riding the bike bag work a little bit of weight you know but um in nothing major it's not the same being away from the gym you
0: know mm. no for sure you 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 last fought in uh, December innit yeah so you were probably one of the unlucky ones if you want to say because a few people got away with February day a few people got away with like literally fighting in March you on the other hand fought uh, end of December so you've had already a, a while off what, what are you doing to sort of maintain the motivation, if I could say.
1: Yes, um, it was a bit of a shit time, to be honest with you, because obviously, as you say, people box in February and whatever. So, yeah, it's just like, I, I should have fought again probably this month, you know, realistically. Yeah. And, but obviously, like, we was due to get a a date, a pencil in and whatever make a deal with Andrade and then like a couple of days before it was supposed to be done this this lockdown and whatever come in and um, it's kind of put it all on stop at the moment
0: oh was that was, was that all set then the fight with Andrade was that on paper ready to go
1: yeah uh, we had to have a deal in place within like within the next three days I think it was before the lockdown actually come you know
0: yeah ugh that's shit then um, um Essentially, it leaves you in that position, though. Do you reckon it's going to be harder to get that fight once lockdown is over? Because I, feel, I don't know. I feel like when, when, when we're out of lockdown and things start to go back to normal, I feel like a lot of people will come up with the whole, oh, I need, some, uh, I need a few more fights to get into a big fight. Do you think that ruins the chance of you getting the Andrade fight?
1: Uh, not really, because I'm I mandatory now. Um, mm. which, which means he has to fight me next. Or vacate so I I'm in a good position I don't care whether it's him it could if he vacates and fights somebody else maybe I'll end up fighting uh, Mungia. so
0: for the vacant yeah
1: who knows but that's that's a good fight as well and it's a big fight so e- either one I'm, I'm happy you know
0: before I go I, I want to obviously talk about Andre but before we jump into that say we come back <coughs> and um I don't know if you've seen today, they're saying that June 1st, from June 1st, a lot of sporting events can take place behind closed doors. Would you be cool with sort of fighting behind closed doors? Would it be a problem for you? I know I know, you're a fighter by, you know, by a trade, so you'd do it. But do, do you think you'd rather fight, obviously, in the crowds and avoid uh, the, the dates that are going to be behind closed doors?
1: Yeah. Um, well, I, I, don't get me wrong. If the fight could take place, then... And I'd be more than happy to do behind closed doors, but it's not really an ideal situation for me. It's not really what I want. Um, I, I like I like the I like the buzz of the crowd and everybody cheering on and you know just that extra bit of motivation to be honest with you. But yeah. you know, we we spar we spar in the gym where there's very
0: barely any uh, people.
1: Yeah, ex- exactly. So it's, it's just a fight, isn't it? Every every sparring is basically a fight anyway, so you know, I'm good with I'm good with whatever. Awesome.
0: All right then, let's uh, let's talk about your good friend um, Andre. I know you've had a lot, a lot, a lot to say about him, but he obviously had his fight against Luke Keeler, um in January, so he not necessarily got away, but it was at the end of January. From that performance, what what did you take, sort of? I'm not analysing it. What did you take away from that performance?
1: Um, it was okay, at mm. best. Um, Luke Keeler, you know, I don't want to run him down. It, yeah i I don't really know him, but he seemed, he seems a good guy. Seems, you know, a, a nice fella. So, but on the other hand, I don't think that he was ever really going to cause Andrade much much problem. You know. So I just think it was an okay performance. Um he looked very reckless. Um yeah, I just didn't think he was great to be honest.
0: What do you see in him that you can sort of expose? What what weaknesses do you see in him?
1: There's there's a lot of things, um you know, so it's hard for me to point them all out right now, but when I'm watching him there's certain things just as a fighter you you can you, you spot, you know. So um Obviously, he hasn't really come to the time where the fight is is announced or anything yet. So um, until then, I'm not really going to look too hard into it because it could not even end up being him. You know, mm. I don't. Think, I don't think he wants the fight. I think I I still think there's a possibility of him vacating and um, possibly moving up and fighting Billy Joe yeah. maybe. Or, I don't know. But um, as I say, t- until until the fight's signed and seal, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to put all my time into it because it could be wasted energy. You know? Do you think the Munguia
0: fight would be a more difficult fight than Andrade? Where do you see that fight? Or do you, or, or do you see, see it as an easier one?
1: Nah, no, I think it's a harder fight. Um, because he's just, he's young, he's fresh. Um, he seems like he punches pretty hard. He's relentless, um, mm. and just he's just got that. He's got a very high work rate. He's going to bring bring a lot of pressure, you know. But there's two sides to it because he's going to bring that kind of pressure and be relentless with me, and he's going to leave openings to to beat and to be hurt himself, you know. Mm. So um, it's two very different fights. Like Andrade, I, I believe I probably have to go looking for him a bit more. Um, but then with Munguia is going to be right in front of me and swinging wild, um, chin up in the air, uh, and I know if if I hit him on the button, I know I could put him to sleep. You know, but on the other hand, he could put me to sleep. So who knows?
0: Yeah, yeah, true, true. In, in all fairness, Munguia can hit. He can hit fucking hard. Like I'll give him that like, one thing that surprised me, uh, surprises me the most is his power. It's ridiculous, but. Someone else that keeps getting mentioned alongside your name, I think he's, he's not fighting down at your way at the moment, but um Eubank Jr. Now, I don't know if you've seen the videos of him um, training with Roy Jones, uh, which I found quite interesting. Roy showing him a few head movement tricks here and there. Do you think uh, that could possibly improve his game? We've seen him around for a hot second now, so I'm just trying to th- think, You know, it, would the addition of Roy Jones do anything different?
1: I just think um, I just think Eubanks. He seems very stuck in his ways, you know. He might use he might use that, you know, whatever Roy Jones shows him, whilst he's with him. As soon as he mm. goes away from him, goes back to his old self. Yeah, um, and it's been proven, hasn't it? Because you know he's um, he had a great coach in uh, Adam Booth, and he just wouldn't listen to him. Yeah, he don't like to take good advice, you know. And unless he's off his off is a man, which is a man who really doesn't really give him great advice, from what we've seen him in, in fights, he stands in the corner, pausing with his with his stupid suit on, and just trying to. He just looks like an idiot, doesn't he? But um, I don't know. We'll see. I'd love to fight him. If,
0: say, you, if you don't fight him, do you see him challenging the likes of Charlo and stuff like that? Do you see him being? Anywhere victorious with with those guys, or or do you think he's not at that type of level?
1: Yeah, listen, Eubanks. Um, technically, I don't think he's fantastic, but um, he's. I think he's always going to cause majority of people problems because he's relentless himself. Um, you know, he's very very tough. Takes a good shot. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I I think. I think that he's going to give anybody a hard fight, but providing the the tactics are right and and everything, by it by a good boxer, he always gets beat. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, in all fairness, you you kind of have to. The facts are there, right? The facts are there. When when he's come up against um, the top quality boxer, for for example, the Billy Joe fight, the uh, George Groves fight. Came up short, so it's it's hard to go against the facts, but it's going to be interesting for like even from a fan's point of view, um, what a legend in Roy Jones can implement into him. Uh, then again, he kind of falls back in. He did have a coach in Adam Booth, and you know that wasn't exactly 100. percent But see, you getting fed up of everyone mentioning these names to you? You you want to go? Uh, you want to go uh, dance with uh, Liam Liam Smith for the third time? Is
1: that is that on the cards? What's going on there? See you tweeting. Yeah, it's just, to be honest, the, t- the tweet was nothing really. It was just a b- bit of fun, to be honest with you. But I'd, don't get me wrong, I'd love the fight. Yeah. I'd love, I'd love it more than probably any of them, to be honest with you, because obviously he's going over on me, isn't he? And mm. I want to get mad. Um, but, but it's a great fight. Him against Kel is, is the actual fight
0: that's been sort of on, on the lips for, for Liam Smith. I know Kel's your, your um, teammate, in, in what sense, but how do you see that one playing out? Kel against uh, Liam
1: Smith? Um, it's a tough fight, you know. It's a good fight for both of them. Um, Kel is technically the better puncher, the better boxer, sorry. He punches harder. But then you've got that style of Liam Smith, which is like he's constant pressure again. Um, he is, when you're in the ring with him, he's a, he's a lot better the more people give him credit for. He's very um he's very clever to be honest with you. Um mm. got good, good variety of punches, um he comes in at good angles, he's got good upper body movement, you know. So um it's a good fight. I think if Kel if the Kel Brook that we all know turns up, he wins the fight. But mm. uh, it just depends, Liam Smith is gonna be a tough fight for anyone again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I can see I can see where you're coming from with that. Now, let's let's talk about different different types of boxing right now. I don't know if you you probably have kept up to date with everything that that keeps going viral. But the 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 thing with Mike Tyson is on everyone's mouth. The guy looks ridiculously strong, ridiculously fast for his age. Question is, are you going to be looking like that when you're 53 or what? I'd
1: like I'd like to see him come back. I'd love Tyson I mean? Yeah. So, Yeah, I love Tyson, he's a fucking, he's an animal, isn't he? Um, He's been out for a long time, but he can obviously still fight, he's he's never going to lose that, you know. Um, But yeah, do you think it's ideal though? Because look, at the end of his
0: career, he lost to people in all due respect, like who wouldn't have probably gone around with him in his prime days, like. Yeah. Uh, McBride, I think it was and Danny Williams all due respect they're tough, tough fighters but would
1: they would you're, they have gone right, but I, I think I think back then he was living a I think he was living a really bad lifestyle I'm not saying he's living a great lifestyle now but mm. probably he's got a bit older he's probably he's bound to have wised up a and he you know he's not doing the same shit that he was years ago yeah. maybe he's puffing a bit too much um... a bit too much <laughs> marijuana, a bit too much read he may be puffing too much herb at the moment, but um, might be a good thing. You never know. It might actually play out to be
0: a good thing to keep him calm.
1: Exactly. Uh, but, you know, we don't know. He can obviously fight. He's a fucking, he's a killer, and he's he's got that, he's got a natural fighting ability and fighting instinct. But um, we'll see. I I'll to be interested. and I'd pay to watch him too. You know what?
0: Mm. I'd I'd pay to watch any Tyson fight. But the one fight I'd watch, I'd pay to watch like more than any. Is him against John Fury. I don't know what's going to happen there, but that, I don't know if you've seen John Fury's video, bro, but I, I know you're a fighter, but it scared me. It scared me a little bit.
1: Yeah, he's fucking John Fury. He's a madman, isn't he? But uh, I've, I've actually, I know I know John personally. Um, I spend a bit of time around him. He's a lovely fella, but like, as you say, he's not the type of guy you want to piss off either. Do you know what I mean?
0: The way and, he called out Mike Tyson, like, I was like, shit,
1: man. He meant business, didn't he?
0: Yeah, he was on it, man. He wants to fucking oh, madman. I'll tell you now, he'll beat he'll he'll beat a lot of the heavyweights now just by intimidating them. Period. He, he doesn't even have to step into the ring with them.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right, I.
0: You're right. But um, well, one more thing on Mike Tyson actually, the, I don't know if you've seen the bare knuckle thing that broke the other day, but apparently it was fake. But they're still no, trying to offer him.
1: Say again. Was he uh Shannon? Briggs, Shannon
0: yeah? Briggs. Yeah, yeah, Shannon Briggs and Mike Tyson bare knuckle boxing
1: It'd be a fucking brutal fight wouldn't
0: I, I just. Don't I'd like see to that see point. that too That's the, but yeah that one's dangerous though like in nah, bare that, knuckle that,
1: go- I, I don't think that'll happen That's, at their age as well it's a bit, for me I don't want to see that I'd like to see it but I, of course you'd want to see it but like essentially they're both old like, and they
0: both yeah. know how to throw a punch so whoever in, lands this is going to be detrimental
1: in terms of, um, like, health and the safety of the both of them and stuff. Um, sorry, message. Um, yeah, in terms of the, the uh, both of their health and stuff like that, it's just, it's, it shouldn't happen. But it'd, yeah. be, it'd be a good fight to watch.
0: Yeah, it would. I, I, I mean, I wouldn't. I don't know how I'd feel about it if it was on, but I'd definitely be tuning in, put it like that. I think a lot of us would be. Uh, all right, finally... When we do come back from, from, from this madness, apart from away from your fight, what fight as a, as a boxing fan or someone in the scene would you like to see between other fighters? Which one would you sort of be intrigued uh, to watch?
1: Um, well, one that is meant to happen Billy Joan Canelo. Mm. Be very interested. Um, and obviously, one, one of my gym mates uh, I, want, um, I really want to see Barry fight with. Warrington again. Re-
0: with that being a rematch, I don't know. Uh, Josh is uh, with uh, Eddie now as well. Not saying I'm not going to talk about the first result, but if that took place in
1: neutral grounds, how do you see this one uh, playing uh, playing out this time? I honestly think Barry smashed them, but that, that's not me being biased. I there's certain things which which went on which I won't mention, which no one else has mentioned. Um, if it was anybody's place that to To comment on it would be Barry which I know he wouldn't because he's, he doesn't make excuses he's he's not that person you know um, but I know certain things went on which um, which weren't very good for Barry and I know if they fight again Barry beat him and I wouldn't mind having a little wager on him you know really busting him up possibly stopping him as well
0: okay Fair enough. Those are two really good fights and those are two fights I want to see as well, actually, to be honest. Especially the the first one as well, be, being Billy Joe's being sort of tipped to fight these guys for a long time. And it was so annoying to the fact that we were like a day away from getting that fight. Oh. A day away from it being confirmed. And then it's absolutely bollocks, mate. But yeah, any final message to, to, to the people was, watching or your fans on that?
1: Nah, not really, just just stay safe, don't uh, try to catch the corona. Keep yeah, stay
0: away, stay away from the corona.
1: <laughs> yeah, awesome. exactly.
0: Yeah, man, awesome, I uh, appreciate your time, man, uh, we'll catch up soon, for sure. Good, man, thank you. Alright, bro, take care.
2: Hey, Fight Fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps. If you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, make sure you go ahead and do so by clicking this icon right here and hit the bell button so you can get notified every time we upload a new video. And We also have a free app available on iTunes and Google Play, so make sure you go and download that. Bye, Fight Fans.
3: Earlier on, you mentioned Billy Joe, and you feel that he has got you know some big fights in him. He was lined up to face Canelo. That fight was, by all accounts, due to be announced before lockdown and and everything that's going on at the minute. How do you think Billy Joe could fare against Canelo? Listen, excuse
4: me. Billy Joe's a top fighter, man. It's on his day. Um, Everyone knows that. But I just think you know, I think Canelo's. Elite, you know what I mean. Billy, Billy Joe's world class. Canelo's elite. Um, so I don't think Canelo would have much problems with him. To be fair, but I know Billy Joe, like you do, I know, I know myself personally. When you're involved in big fights, you, you know you were uh, you raise your game, and you know, and I know that. But if the fight doesn't happen, he put in a, you put in a top performance to do himself proud. But I just, like I
3: said, I think Canelo's elite. So I'd. Um, I'd, I'd put Canelo in that one. Another man who was mentioned to possibly face Canelo was Callum Smith. How do you think Callum would have fared instead? obviously, very different style to Billy Joe? Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. See, now, that's more that, that's a close the fight, in my opinion. Uh, a lot closer fight. Callum Smith, 168, I don't think anybody beats him. I, I really don't. He's you know, he, he, he's massive he can box he can punch uh, I don't think anybody beats him at 168 but the only thing is it's like if they did fight him it's what causes Canelo to put in the contract you know what I mean rehydration cut the dead crafty how they do it mate rehydration causes stuff like that. You, don't, so you, you don't know but like I met Canelo in in, um, in Belfast went from to that Garcia mm-hmm. and uh, I've like, I, I travelled him a bit like, you know what I mean, I'm a good bit taller than Canelo and Calum Smith with me so I, I just don't know, I mean look, listen, Canelo's come from whatever where he's come from and he, he, he changed cover legs. Yeah. Come on, what's going on there? You know what's going on. I think we all know what's going on. Do you know what I mean? But the, uh, I, I don't think anybody beats Calum at 116. I, I, I really don't. Uh, but like I said, it's it's the clause It's how long Calum uh, can keep going on that way. because he's a big. He, he's big. Honestly, how he makes that weight on never know, but he's strong with it.
3: so just to move away from that and onto the So a lot of talk at the minute about that potential undisputed total fight if we was to see Tyson Fury versus Anthony Joshua if you had to head your bets if you had to choose who would win how do you think that fight would play out?
4: I'd go Fiore um, he's, he's on form at the minute I don't think anybody beats him really don't So
3: could, could most so just whilst we're on the heavyweight scene, the heavyweight's going to be linking up with you know Jamie Moore and the rest of you guys. Dave Allen, what do you make of Dave's move to yeah. move to your camp? And before I do let you leave and enjoy the rest of your day, as I have with everybody so far, what would you like to say to everyone who tunes in to watch our interview? Oh, what do you mean? Just any, any advice in, in these times or, you know, what, what would you like to say just, to everybody? Just, just stay positive. Love your family and stay positive.
4: And d- just do good things. Do good things. Help somebody if you can. You know what I mean? Pick up that phone call. Message somebody, somebody you think struggling, you know, an older person or somebody with mental health, Give them a phone call, cheer them up. I did it yesterday to to a friend of mine, and he sent me a he sent me this lovely message, and you know, to me it was just a phone call, but to him it meant so much to him. Just just do that. Love your family. Help somebody if you can. Stay positive and just enjoy your life. You only got one
3: brilliantly put Martin and we will leave that there now I appreciate you giving up some time today and I hope you enjoy the rest of yours and stay safe with yourself and your family throughout the rest of this and I'll hopefully see you soon thanks speak to Boxing Social so, man you too. pleasure talking to you mate take care
5: You are not the next fight we see might be Oscar De La Hoya in a cage against Conor McGregor or if Conor McGregor in a ring against Oscar De La Hoya are the kind of prospects that we might have to look at if boxing doesn't get its shit together. Like, you, can you imagine? UFC promoters might end up taking over boxing because they figured it out and we're looking at like a laundry list of prohibitive protocols. Uh, <laughs> If you don't I
2: was, know, I was having a hard time, you know, with us having this topic mentioned. Who is? I said I was having a hard time, you know, with, the, with knowing that this topic was going to be mentioned because it's <laughs> sort of like, it's not <laughs> happening. Back to Fantasy Fridays! Like, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> man, I can't say that anything's not happening at this point. Like, no, I just think a lot of people are enjoying, like you said, they're enjoying the what-ifs and, you know, if, if this happened, what if that happened? And a lot of people are just bored at home, you know, talking crap to each other. It's, it's, in, it's an interesting one, but I, it's not happening. Come on now. Listen,
5: Come on. I still, Oscar De La Hoya, as retired as he's been for as long as he has, I haven't seen 15 seconds of him hitting the mitts like Mike Tyson. I still got Oscar in the fight. Like, that's how much UFC and boxing are apples and oranges. Conor oh, well, McGregor can't beat anybody
2: whose name I know in a boxing match. Well, look what he, he
4: fought. Also,
2: look look what he fought I know. by Mayweather. He was still right. trying to take him down. He was still doing moves that were illegal. Like, he couldn't actually get through an actual fight without wanting to resort to turning to MMA. Like, it's just very different. I mean, if, am I mistaken? Was this not one of the punches? Like,
5: it's over. Like, somebody, like, wait, like, this this is what I should have seen immediately thereafter. This
2: guy's not qualified. Go, dude. And I'm like, what? What do you mean? Like, and then, then, he, then he's trying to, like, hug him from behind and stuff. And I'm like, this is, th- yeah. what? And he yeah. was never docked a point or, uh, uh, yeah, well, I know. I- there
5: never was a point, Michelle. You can't (laughs) talk a point where there is no point. That's my point. This is my point about UFC boxing, mixing it all. And by the way, uh, cage fans, UFC guys, I also couldn't name a single boxer, not one name that I know, who could win a UFC cage fight, MMA style, against Conor McGregor. That is just neither one of those things are happening. So let's stop trying it. Let's find out, fight fans. Whether or not we can get, first of all, uh, our royalty, their head in order, and make them understand that they are now boxing royalty. Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield, these guys are well, well above the cut of the rest. These guys are legends, and we can't let our legends be destroyed any more than you would allow those structures that are the pillars of your home to be ripped out. Like, that's what boxing is. Having, being able to grow old, still make money, not be desperate for a paycheck so that you have to put yourself back in harm's way, possibly for permanent damage, much more likely permanent damage. We should be able to support their podcasts, support them as broadcasters, support their brands. If they've given to you a childhood or a young adulthood that was exciting and they contributed to the sport and now you've got some money to spend... Go spend it with our legends. Don't let the paycheck be the reason that these guys get themselves killed in the ring. And don't hype it up on social media like you don't understand how violent and dangerous the sport is. I want Mike Tyson and all his faculties and his ability to enjoy the rest of his life, just like a Vander Holyfield, to be for as many long days as possible. I want to enjoy those guys on the planet for as long as possible. And I think and hope that all the fight fans at can hear us, and those who are on social media just excited about talking boxing, take a breath and realize what's on the line for real.
2: Well, is there a way that we can see, get a few opinions?
5: Yeah, I mean... um
2: what are the fans saying about either of the topics we've discussed?
5: Yeah, um, all right, I got, I got mine. Do you want to see Mike Tyson fight Shannon Briggs?
6: No.
5: All right. <laughs> All right. We've got uh, my, my resident <laughs> boxing fan aficionado. Like, he says the same thing I say. Under no circumstances does he want to see that. That's encouraging. Like, that, that's that's a fight fan through and through. But we got to give people a chance to chime in. Like, this show will be up. You know how we do it. You can reach out to us on social media. You can comment right here on the section underneath the video. But we want to know. And then next week, um, we will review what you've said. And I'm sure there will be plenty of new fake news and real news to report. And until then, Michelle, Radio Rahim, all the other names you know that cover boxing are going to continue to tirelessly work to bring you whatever stories are out there to set up our own equipment, make our own calls, get access to the fire so we can talk about whatever's on their mind or whatever is possibly happening next and keep digging and keep getting stories to you. So when boxing returns, don't forget that we're the ones who helped keep it alive while it was like withering on the vine with every other sport. When they go back to making those checks, they go back to putting those fights in front of you on the television in whatever regard that they are able to do. Don't forget, we, as are you the fan, essential aspects of the sport. And if they cut us one out, they cut us all out. If they don't allow Michelle or myself or the other names that you know and follow to cover the sport, they're not just handicapping our ability to continue in pursuit of our careers. They're handicapping your ability to watch the fights and have a unbiased perspective on what's being put in front of you as honest competition. Who's gonna keep them honest if not us? Who's gonna be your eyes and ears if not us? Who's gonna do the work like we're doing today and that you see all week if not us? So we look after you, look after us, and when the fights do return, Let's all keep an eye on them. Stuck with you, Radio Rahim and... <laughs>
2: <laughs> bye, Fight <five> Fans! <laughs> bye, bye Fans! Hey, Fight Fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps. If you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, make sure you go ahead and do so by clicking this icon right here and hit the bell button so you can get notified every time we upload a new video. And we also have a free app available on iTunes and Google Play, so make sure you go ahead and download that. Bye, Fight Fans! Rocky, obviously,
3: just to away aware, of, as, as I say, just to keep your thoughts on a few other things, we've mentioned, you know, shows possibly coming back and being here in the UK with certain restrictions in place following a, a letter of a British Boxing Board of Control sent out to promoters and what have you, uh, believe it was yesterday or the day before. What are your thoughts, firstly, on behind closed-door shows and the idea of, you know, no spitting into buckets, you know, referees wearing the masks and amongst yeah, other yeah. things, they're just the things which come into mind, right, that I saw. Yeah,
7: Yeah, yeah. I think I think the, you need the crowd, don't you? Like everyone's every fighter will tell you, like when you've got to dig deep and you get them up off your stool, and you know are having that bit of a roar, or when you're entering the ring and you get you get, get cheered and whatever. So, it's a massive part. Like, well, I think it's like a sparring session. Like, it's, if it's dead quiet and you're you're fighting, I think, I don't think big fights can, you know, big massive fights can, real title fights can behind closed doors don't I don't think but um, as I say the small sh- I have, I've have—I've looked on obviously to have a nose on Twitter now like the small all show fighters up and coming you know it, it, it's it's like because obviously everyone relying on selling tickets and you want you want your fans there you want to sell your tickets to your fans you know what I mean and it's yeah I haven't really mean, like as I say I I haven't looked too much into into everything at the minute because I don't want to step so bad. Like, so I, I just say like it, it'll be hard. I don't I don't know. Everyone's got their opinions on it. I think it'll just be hard fighting behind a closed door. I mean, obviously putting all the masks and all the testing. And like obviously that's got to be gone and to be safe. And yeah, that's it. But as in as in at I, I, I a weigh in and having no one there and and walking out to a you know, fighters, I think, big fights, I Don't think I That'll be, be, because um, as a fan, as well as boxing, I'd love to, if we're on the, on the car, I'd love to be at one, at a massive fight, do you know what I mean? And it's good to have, like, the atmosphere of all the fans, everyone going off, everyone going off the heads and singing along, and, just be hard, so, it's, it, I don't know, how to, how what, what to say, but I think, for me, it'd be, I think I'd, Find it on having a crowd there, really people, um, but yeah, as I say, it, it, it's it's so suffering I fear for the fighters that are just starting the careers off now and building up, and the you know the small promoters that are got to putting shows on for fighters that won't be able to because you need the fans, and you know that's your that's your pace and stuff. So I fear for them, and but all you can say, say is it'll all come well at the end, so, you know, just barge your time now, in these couple of months of, you know, not, not fighting, and not knowing the situation we're in, because uh, i seem like, as I said, you can't see like, foreign fighters coming over, to, to fight like, you know, the up and coming prospects and stuff, because, they can't fly in, and, they won't be, you know, they won't be, uh, many here to fight, to fight them, all kind of stuff, so, I just think with the you know, prospects and the fighters who were, who are starting to create thing just just stay positive and you know your career will will, will kick off you know, once this is over. So just ride these fair couple of months out, just ride them out and and then once um, once this is over, then you know, you can fully focus on your career and, and, and the end, end run of your career, do you know what I mean? You know, you you'll still all the British title fights and your Commonwealths and all your world—they'll still be there to fight for. Do you know what I mean? After all, so just, just, just stick at it. Keep keeping the your keep guard and keep training and keep keep your mind healthy. And when it's all done, you'll get your, you you'll get your chance. And as for all the fighters, you know what I mean. So I just have to see. As I say, I I I don't think I'm worrying about that myself. Do you know what I mean? And like. Because um, I know it is what it is, you know. So many, only so many fights will be on the on the card they're seeing as well. So, I don't know how many fighters there is now that are all waiting to get out there? Fighters that are supposed to fight, um, in March, April, May, and all them big shows and that. So you know, to go look at them getting their shot first, and you know some of being probably saying over Christmas. For a February show and uh, you know, so I hope you know I hope it all works out for everyone in, in the boxing game and everyone gets the fights they want and the big fights and you know we all you know we all get there. So hopefully the end of the year, September, October, November it opens just every week, <laughs> not every month, every week. There's a show on and we all back to normal and we all get the fight. So yeah, hopefully it all yeah hopefully everyone just stays positive with it and it happens.
3: Smooth as well. And you mentioned Canelo earlier on. Canelo was lined up to face Billy Joe Saunders uh, before lockdown. Everything seemed to be agreed. they waiting to announce it. Firstly, what are your thoughts if Billy Joe was to face Canelo once lockdown's over and shows can take place once again?
7: Uh, I would think a goal.
3: Yeah.
7: Yeah. Um, I think. I think It'll be a good fight, you know, I mean, I think it'll be good. I think obviously Billy Joe got the the, the speed, the footwork, I don't think he got the power to keep him off and, uh, um, and like do, do damage. I think you know, and I think, I think towards the end, I think Cairo will get to him and grind it out, you know what I mean, and get to him. But I think the fair few rounds, you know, Billy Joe will do well, but um. I think I know we'll, we'll get to him but hopefully hopefully not like hopefully he can you know he can win but yeah good fight but i can say gone from swimming away up to light heavy with the weights Billy Joe's only really had I think just the one fight and it not anyone special at the weight I know he's a good talent he's a good talent but he, he's an activity as well We obviously very much of a Consistency fight with him or not, like that. So, you don't know what where he's at. So, hopefully, he can get it. It'd be a good fight, I think, for the bill. And I think I think can my my view can to win, but I don't know. And then, obviously, the other name which was being touted and
3: being discussed for that Canelo for was Callum Smith, one of your past opponents, of course. How do you think Callum would have fared or could fare in the future if he was to face Canelo?
7: Um, I think that'll be a good fight you know good interesting fight um, same I think you know I, I look at it, I, I, he's a world champion but I know I kind of like the elite I I believe you know what I mean you have. he's been in massive fights and i had that experience whereas I've never had them Callum or Billy Joe I haven't if I it's one of the world title obviously to grow, but then a defence with do you know what I mean? And when you step up and like I know he's a good he's a good fighter and good talent, but I think yeah, same you just do well for a few rounds and you know do well for a few rounds I think experience wise and, and Canelo will, will will get you and break wear and down, do you know what I mean? Get you. Um that's my my opinion on it like Bob, you know what I mean? It'll be a good fight. Yeah I think yeah, I think I always like have a little bit more, bit more to bottom, You know what I mean? And just, I'll just move away from the super middleweights
3: and onto heavyweights. There's been a lot of talk recently about that potential undisputed fight between Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury. If or when we do see that, when whenever it may be, what are your thoughts on it? Who do you think would be victorious?
7: Joshua Fury. Um. I think Fiori, I think Fiori just going off that last performance with Varda, like I'd say that. But with me, I, I'll just keep swapping in the build up every other week. If someone asks, I think of something, I think of like what he's done and what he's done, then well, that'll be some fight. And with, as I ever said, that weight and that, like, you know, Joshua can just land one on you, though, and do damage, but you know that he can beat it and, and damage can happen to him, you know what I mean? And Fiori is not. The biggest heavyweight puncher, where he hits you once and you flat. He he's like fast with it, and you can't catch him. And he looked really like he looked really good against the last last fight with Lara Like I was like seeing that, I went, I think you'll be you'll be you'll beat Joshua. Yeah, um, and then like you'll, you'll see Joshua. In some of his fights that are being getting played now, you're looking going. know, oh, do you know what? I don't know. You know, it, uh, if he catches him, then I think. I think it, the experience wise i think it shows you a lot of experience behind them, a lot and yeah i I'd, I'd say fiori i'd say fiori in a good fight um in a brilliant fight you know few few maybe a few knockdowns, a few getting ups and that be, be i'd be i love to, I'd love to see that and that needs to happen it needs to happen before the um, before the or you know, the entire or whatever the plan on doing but the that's the fight that everyone needs to see, and especially in this country, that that, that needs to happen. So, fingers crossed.
3: And finally, Rocky, a fellow Liverpoolian, uh, Tony Bellew, he's been spoken about possibly not coming out of retirement, but he's now he's been linked with uh, Andy Ruiz Jr. over the past week or so. What your your thoughts if Tony was to come back and was to face Andy Ruiz Jr., who's just linked up with Eddie Renault? So, how do you think that fight would
7: play out? The would be a good fight. Um, yeah, I've seen that today. But I, that, like he said, he, if he comes back. He's always said he comes back. He gets divorced. You get, you get kicked, you get kicked out. You probably get, you probably get filled in by by his wife
4: Rachel.
7: <laughs> he mentioned the bar of boxing. Yeah, no, yeah. So they, they, well, I watched the things day by day, and then Usyk, you know, and obviously he was. Doing well against so Usik. Obviously Usuk's special was doing well in his last I think that I think But Ruiz is fast and sharp, but he's obviously the 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 white side is. but obviously that doesn't mean nothing in, in that way. But I think, but you think about you think about boxing really, yeah? Out boxing Probably not come out later on. Be too oh. um too ener, too energetic, too 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 fast, fast feet, and Bellew from Wacky with either hand, and he's a good boxer. And yeah, I think 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 Belly will, will do that. Be, would have been good that if if you know if he hasn't retired and not like that, maybe two or three years ago, that would have been a great fight there.
3: Well, Rocky, we'll leave that there now, and I know I've kept you for long enough today. I know you're going to want to, enjoy. I know you're checking the time there.
7: <laughs> no, no. Just, I, I, I put my watch on to see how many steps. We are putting the 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 soil, the safe, and the, the barret, Then go to the skip outside and the got gar- emptying. So I'm on 3,600 steps now. Should be done in a you know, I'm not really pushing myself. I'm not. You know, I nearly broke my phone before uh, putting the safe into the wheel wheelbarrow. You know, i am not hands on. I've got. got to wear gloves. Got my cousin who's with me. Uh, do them a bit, more. that's not for me. I'm all i the old idea of like I, was, I started on my own, doing a bit of digging. I mean lasting
4: that
7: <laughs> way? I do one dig, having a few shortbreads. breads. Then I'm to the go, a few shortbreads, breads, but a cup of tea, bottle of water. I said, No, no, this is not for me. I am um, just do the one as well, I got got an interview the week i probably seen always me stick to that. I said that I threw few more shots than Chavez in three rounds, and Chavez did twelve. I didn't. I didn't say that. We had a, the interview, and then he went. Uh, it was a joke. He said, "He said you probably threw more shots than he did," and I went, "You know what? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably three more than three rounds than he did in 12, Just joking around, and then obviously he obviously made it into an headline. And I got stick about it, you know what I mean? And i were like, fucking this, fucking, give, me, give me hell about it, but that was just, that was just, you know, I, obviously, I said, oh yeah, yeah, probably did, three, more than three rats, but yeah, that was just a joke. And they obviously made it loud about it when I got stick about it, but yeah, yeah, that was it, really. No, I did get, I did get put, put down, like, as well as them, in them free, three them rats, but. Yeah, you made it loud, but just put for I put that there, because I'm still getting stickled. I got all messages off it, I think, all private messages giving me all stick about it. I was like I, I just, he said it. I just joked about it, went along with it, and said, "Oh yeah, probably did." You know what I mean? Next minute, I got all comments giving me stick about it. But yeah, that was it. That's what I put that there. Well Rocky rather well, no. you than me. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean, but yeah, yeah. No, he was good body shots and that's you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it plays well but um, as I said I didn't uh, I didn't say if I said he just joked we just joked around before anyone can start giving me stick again.
3: Rocky we will leave up there. I, <laughs> no, we'll leave you to enjoy the rest of the day and enjoy reading more of those comments about your your wording of the Chavez uh, and the some of the killers of China. i out. Know.
7: After being after the front of the headline, won't we?
3: Well Rocky, it's been a pleasure be sure. to catch up with you. Look thanks after love.
7: yourself and look after
3: your family and hopefully see. Thanks for the support,
7: mate. Appreciate it. Thank thanks you. for the
3: content, Social.
4: Yeah, thanks.
8: Andrew McCart, IFL TV and association with MTK Global. Delighted, as always, to be joined by Dalton Smith. First and foremost, Dalton, how's things your end? Yeah, it's all good, thanks. Um, you know, same um same,
9: same as everybody else, being in lockdown, but you know, I've been back in the gym this week, so it's been a little bit better. What about yourself?
8: I'm the same, I've been trying to do little bits and pieces. I'm going on runs, going on cycles. I'm lucky enough. My mate's got a gym, and his garage He's got a big double garage with a punching bag, so I, I use all that. But I'm not a professional athlete, so I don't, I don't really need to need to just, do it. But just keeping that belly down, aren't you? <laughs> that's it. mate. got to stay fighting fit to keep up with you, young guns. That's um, it. <laughs> the reason why you you had the training session today, I take it you still have access to your dad's gym where you can go and hit a bag and you know yeah. do stuff that most fighters can't really do because they don't have a bag at the home, they can't get access to the gym. So at least you're still managed to put the gloves on and punch something, I suppose. Yeah, it's, you know, it's been nice. Um,
9: I think, what has it been, lockdown has been like six, seven weeks or something. So, you know, apart from the runs, I've been able to go down to the gym on my own. But me and my dad's been back in the gym this week together, or just me and my dad. So it's, you know, it's it's been a little bit easier getting the cobwebs off. And it's just nice to punch something
8: again. What have you, is it hard for you to stay motivated in, in, in during lockdown in terms of like, you don't have a fight? I know you're just coming off a fight in March there. Yeah. But nobody really has a date of yet. But what 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 have you heard? Because I've known the British boxing Board of control thinking about putting fights on behind closed doors and stuff like that. Have you been in touch with Eddie Hearn or anybody to know what you're you're going back out?
9: No, but like you said, I say, I was lucky because our last box in March. So this lockdown, you know, I've you know I've just been ticking over, and it's been a little little bit of a break, and I've been able to switch off a little bit. But um, for the other boxers, was, you know, they might have been out a year now, and would not been able to fight. But you know. Th- now, I've spoke to my team and stuff, and they've said hopefully there's some shows mid July, so you know that gives me like nine, nine, ten weeks to to, to prepare for my next fight. So I'll I've got a full, I'll have been able to get a full camp in, and you know which would it what they're saying is true, and we can get back out and get some fights in.
8: Are you are you are you in, in camp right now? Are you f- focusing on mid July, even though nothing's been confirmed yet? Are you in your mindset? You're thinking right? I need to get in camp just in case.
9: Yeah, definitely. You know, I spoke to my dad last week, and you know, it's it, it's looking more more likely that like the show's going to happen. So you know, I'm taking it as the fight's going ahead, and you know, because I don't want to for another four or five weeks to go down and they say, "Oh, look, you're fighting in six weeks," and I've got to you know rush my camp, trying to start, sort sparring and stuff out, or and stuff like that. So I I've i just hit camp now, and then you know, if the if the show goes ahead, then I'm going to be full fit.
8: Obviously, with this lockdown, I asked a couple of fighters this as well, like this lockdown has basically put everything on hold for a while. You're just a young fighter coming through, you're five and all. Oh, but is this lockdown sort of gave you the emphasis now to be like, right, I need to kick on, I need to start fighting for these eliminators, getting these minor titles and whatnot. Maybe I don't know where you're York what are you Central area titles and then maybe, Central, yeah,
9: Central area yeah.
8: yeah, so then maybe the English title and stuff like that. Is, is that what your sort of focus is on now?
9: Yeah, my, my dad. You know, when I've spoke to my team and my dad, and they said like we can go for like the English central area and stuff. But you know, to be honest, I wouldn't really want to go that route. I'd like to go, you know, straight to the British and stuff. But excuse me, um, you know, I've been a, I've been a professional a year now, and I've had five fights. So I've been pretty active, and you know, the next fight, it, it's, but if it, if the fight comes off, it's going to be against an unbeaten kid, you know, older than me got a good pedigree so you know that that's me stepping up um and hopefully hopefully get a title on the line so you know my career's moving at a good pace now and you know I've just got to be careful I don't rush it you know cuz you see you see you see it a lot of times where fighters you know they think they've they settled in well and, and they take fights what are too early so you know I've, I've got a good team around me and you know I think that they'll they'll step me up in the in the you know in the in the right speed
8: what kind of like who's the British champion at 140 at the moment?
9: Yeah, I, I, might be. I think it's vacant at the minute.
8: No, I was thinking that. I'm starting to rack my brain. Then who's the British champion? I can't think.
9: I think there was two lads down to fight. I can't remember the names now. There was down to fight, but I don't think that come off. So I, I might be wrong, but I think it is vacant at the minute.
8: All right. So again, straight for
9: the British. That what you're. That, yeah. That's
8: what you want. Yeah, I know. Obviously,
9: it's 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 a big title and in my division. It's 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 competitive, and there's a lot of good fighters out there just in just in um, just in England. So, you know, obviously, I've got to take my time and and not rush it. But you know, I'm confident. You know, next year I can I can box for a British title.
8: i said that I think every time I interview, being that you're at 140, the lightweight, welterweight, super lightweight, whatever you want to call it nowadays, like you're 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 probably one of the the best divisions domestically and worldwide. I mean, yeah. you're still young. I take it you'll be in this division for a, a while yet. Because you're quite a big... Like I've, every time I've sized myself up against you, you're quite a tall, yeah. sort of broad, broad kid. But you're sticking around at 140 for the foreseeable future? Yeah, you know, I've, even my last my last couple of fights sort of made
9: weight, you know, I've only been a couple of pounds over the championship weight. So, you know, I don't struggle making the weight. It's not easy, but, you know, I feel big and I feel strong at the weight. So I think I, I will stay at this weight for a long time. So... You know, when I originally turned professional, I wanted to try and do lightweight, but you know, my dad advised me not to because you know, if it's hard making the weight, and then you've got to, you know, if you make a stamp at that weight, then you've got to move up. You've got, to, you're not in the, you know, you're not as high, high up in the rankings. So, you know, we went for the super lightweight division, and you know, I've, I've matured
8: and I've settled in well. Let's talk about the super lightweight division. I mean, I said domestically, you've got guys like Tyron McKenna you know, O'Hara Davis at that sort of level. They're probably maybe a wee bit above British and Irish level and stuff like that, but the big names, Jack Catterall, Josh Taylor as well, have obviously been at the world level. How excited are you to finally, are you sort of thinking, I need to get there as soon as possible, I want to fight these guys?
9: Yeah, obviously I, you know, I watch these guys and, you know, even though I learn from them as well, but. You know, obviously, they're fights for me down the line, and you know, it's exciting for me because you know I'm not I'm not going to be struggling for opponents. That that's for sure. So there's definitely fights out there. So as long as I stay fit, keep learning, you know, later down the line, end of the year, early next year, they're the they're the fights what 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 are out there for me. So yeah, it's it's exciting times. You want the winner of the golden contract, McKenna or O'Hara Davis? <laughs> uh, see, that, that's the path we need to go down. You know, I, I sparred um, O'Hara when I was on the GB team. We used to come down with um, Tony Sims and stuff, so I sparred O'Hara. You know, a very good fighter. He's strong. Um, you know, he's proved that. So, yeah, it's, you know, I'm confident. They're, they're good fights out there for me.
8: Who wins him, do you think? You got an opinion on
4: that?
9: On the golden, golden contract, contract final? Um, O'Hara for me. yeah. I just think O'Hara is you know he's awkward and he's, he he can, he's strong and I just think um McKenna is tough and he, he digs in there and you know he's he's a good fighter and he's awkward but I just think O'Hara has just got that extra power and you
8: know I think I
9: think over the long distance you need that strength and power
8: There's two two guys at the top of your division at world level Josh and obviously Ramirez now this talk about about this fight going ahead and getting undisputed for you who is the number one guy in your division?
9: I think the number one he's got to be josh, you know you've got to see who he's fought, and i you know progress you know he's a very good fighter, and you know to see what it was a it was a good fight and to see what, how Josh handled with him and you know kept his shape kept kept switched on for the full twelve rounds, and I think progress and Taylor was the strongest in the division. So, for me right now, I think Josh, T- Josh Taylor is the number one and, you know, he's still young, it's early on in his career and he's only,
8: only going to get better. Jose Ramirez is another other world title holder um, in your division. Now, they're both the top-ranked Josh Taylor and Ramirez, but for you, I might be a stupid question because I probably know the answer already, but who, who wins that for you? Taylor and, and Ramirez? Taylor, Josh, yeah. yeah. And you're, you're going to say Josh. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm unbiased. I'm unbiased. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
9: that's so all you say on camera. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When the camera goes off,
8: you're gonna be like, yeah, "Yeah, Josh has definitely got that one." See, <laughs> <laughs> see, so, so as well for you. Like, what have you been doing in terms of during this lockdown? Have you been sort of like studying old fighters and sort of like trying to add more to your game in terms of watching the greats and old fights and stuff like that?
9: Yeah, I've been watching. You know, I, I study, I study boxing anyway. I study the old fighters, so that's there's nothing else I've still been doing that. But you know, it's just been nice just to switch off a little bit. You because know, obviously I I come off a of, I did I must have done like a ten, ten, twelve week camp from Christmas to, to my fight. So you now it's just time to switch off a little bit, let my body recover. And then, you know, back now I'm I'm back back in the gym, back in camp. So for me, lockdown, you know, it's just been a time to switch off and just relax a little bit.
8: Probably the right way to sort of go go about it if you if you ask me. Now i have got to get your opinion on a couple of things. I mean, Mike Tyson. I take it you've seen Mike Tyson on the pads, on Instagram yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, he's he's wanting to come back, maybe it'd be exhibition fights or the bare knuckle thing with Shannon Briggs. Man, what's your thoughts on Mike Tyson coming back? Oh it's crazy, isn't it? I just think they they just they missed that limelight and they missed they missed miss the big
9: stage. But you know, see see Mike on the pads. I think it, it, you know I wouldn't like to get in a, in a scuffle with him. He's he's an animal. But you know, you know what they say. You can't beat it old age and you know people retire for a reason and you know he's he's got nothing to prove in the game so it'd just be nice for him just to retire and enjoy his life he's achieved what he's had to do so you know there's no need for him to come back
8: I'll I, I probably think the same as well if it's an exhibition fight but it's only four rounds and it's just an <clears throat> exhibition then maybe I want to see it because I think I of Holyfield said that he wants the trilogy for charity yeah. so if Again, I don't know why. I, I, I really think I want to. I want to watch it. I don't know why I want to watch the trilogy yeah. between them two, even though they're old. I just think yeah. it'll be a good crack.
9: I think as well, it's it's who they are and it's the character. Mm. You know, Mike Tyson. You know, everybody knows him. He's, he's up there with the names like Muhammad Ali. So you know, he's a living legend, and that's why people want to see it. Yeah, definitely. Do you want to see it? I would. I would <laughs> like him to come back. Cause you don't want to see him get hurt or anything. But you know, Mike's an animal, isn't he? so he's always entertaining. So I won't mind watching it. <laughs>
8: Definitely. Finally, before I let you go, Dalton, <clears throat> as well, there's talks about this lockdown and this quarantine and whatnot. It's put emphasis on the fact that we need to see the big fights now. We need to see the Earl Spencers against Crawford. We need to see Taylor against Ramirez. Now, there's talk that we need to see Tyson Fury against Anthony Joshua. There was talk about that happened in December out in Saudi Arabia. For you, as a fighter, how do you see that fight? And do you want to see that fight ahead of Wilder Fury 3? Um, the Wilder Fury three. No, I mean, <laughs> you think you, you want to see Joshua Fury before you see Wilder. Well, the, the, the trilogy between Wilder and Fury.
9: Yeah, I think Wilder Fury that's past now. You know they've had two fights and you know Fury should have beat won both of those. So at the minute, AJ and Fury they're the number ones in the division. So I think that's the that's the fight what needs to happen. But with with the situation what's going on, you know they're not going to be fighting behind closed doors. They
8: they they want the big event. Mm-hmm. And Fury, AJ, if it does go ahead, I mean, do you care if it's in Saudi Arabia or do you want it in, in England? Do you think it deserves to be in England? Um, well, if it's in Saudi Arabia, I'll have to have um, getting Eddie's good booked and to get on the
9: undercard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wherever it is, you know, wherever it is, it, um, it's going to be some event. Um, you know, there's two best fighters out there in the heavyweight division. So, you know, it's the fight where everybody wants to see. So, I think wherever it is, it's going to be a sellout. Quick question then on the spot: Who wins? If you're going on last performances, Fiora. But obviously, I want AJ to win. And you know, if they both prepare, the, prepare the both at the hundred
8: percent, then it's a 50 fight. Definitely, definitely. Well, Dalton, before I let you go, do you want to add anything to people watching this or anything like that? No, just
9: um, stay safe. You know, do do as we're told, and you know, we'll every the life of life will be back to uh, normal before we know it.
8: Well, oh, that's that's what I'm hoping. Mate. Fingers crossed. Don, as always, it, yeah. oh, good to see you, my man. Good to and see June. you. Pleasure Happy as always. Oh, thanks very much, yeah, mate. And uh, see you in June. Jai, yeah, so. all, see you later. <laughs> see, you later. <laughs> see you later. Bye.
10: people are talking to you about a
4: movie
6: yeah i've got a few guys that are interested in a movie and all that sort of stuff a life story but the thing is i'm too busy with my uh, boxing career at the moment to yeah. take much thought i've got some massive news coming up in the next few days or nice. next week or so um to announce something so keep tuned for that but yeah i think we've got the rematch for Wilder on as well at yeah. some point and then we've got the two aj fights well, one, and then obviously when I batter him, he'll want a rematch.
10: <laughs> Who so are you going to be... fight first, Wilder or uh, Joshua? Well, Wilder's
6: got a rematch clause, so. And I saw he Wilder... said something. I saw he said about taking a payout yesterday. Yeah, he, he said he. Some some newspaper reported that he wanted 10 million to step outside.
10: But, I can uh... imagine him
6: doing that though, because he ain't going to want to fight you again, mate. That was like the
10: most embarrassing moment of his life.
6: Yeah, for sure. But you know, I uh, I'm not paying him no money to step aside. I'd rather take his scalp again. Uh, I'll beat him in the ring and then that's how I'll get him out of the way I'm not, I wouldn't pay him I wouldn't pay him 2 million to step aside I'd rather give him another battering again Yeah because sure. in a way it looks
10: like Yeah, in a way it's sort of like if you do that, he'll have that he can hold that can't he say oh he didn't want to fight me again he paid me to get
6: out Exactly I'm going to take him out again for the third time hopefully end of the year and then we're going to go into 2021 um, for the biggest fight in boxing history between two undefeated British heavyweights uh, me and AJ, and we're going to battle out for all the gold.
10: That's a bigger fight than Lewis Tyson all day long.
6: Yeah, because we're both undefeated. Me and Wilder was big, a big, big, big fight since the 1970s because we were both undefeated champions. And usually, yeah. like, you get these fighters and they've already been beaten but um, knocked out. Like, Tyson was at the end of his career when he fought Lennox Lewis, and so was Lennox. Lennox didn't fight many times after that. Um... And, you know, there used to be a three-headed monster in this division. It was me, Wilder, and Joshua. And then Rua's knocked out Joshua, burst that bubble, broke him in. And then I broke in uh, the bronze bomber. And then three became two, two became one. And now I'm a standalone soldier. All day long. All day long. They all need to come through me now. And it's not an easy task because I guard the gate to a turn. Do you know what's annoying, though? Because you've probably only got now...
10: As you say, all you need is to defeat Wilder again, do Joshua twice, and then you might not need to go on after that. But just as it's getting electrifyingly exciting with you, you and as you fucking tucked all records, we might have, what,
6: three years left, maybe? Do you know what? I, I've been thinking about it, and initially, I had three fights left on me, me contract. I've got two fights left on it now. I've right. got Wilder and Joshua, so... But I'm just going to keep going because there's nothing else to do, is there, really? Like, for yeah. me, I'm 31 years old, fit as a fiddle, in great mental spirits, yeah? I train every day three, four times a day for banks. And yeah. it's like, what else <laughs> am I going to do in my life? So, you know, there's plenty of fights out there for me to beat up on. You know, you've got Dylan White. You've yeah. got jarell Miller. You've got Pulev. You've got Ruiz. You've got Ortiz. You've got um, Dubois. You've got Joyce. There's yeah. loads. There's uh, Elfair Jagba, the big Nigerian uh, Olympian. There's, there's, there's Tony Oka, the French Olympic gold medalist. There's so many. Who's the, old, who's the oldest heavyweight, cha- like
10: holding a belt, heavyweight world champion of the world? Was that Klitschko?
6: No, it was George Foreman. He what age did he get to? Four, I think he was 44 when he knocked out Michael Mora.
10: Can you imagine if you beat that record and be the uh, oldest heavyweight champion of the world well, at 45? George
6: Foreman had 10 years out of the ring.
10: Oh my God.
6: From 1978 to 1988.
10: And then he came back and won the world title. He came
6: back and he had about 20, 25 warm up fights. And then he had three world title fights. He lost to Tommy Morrison first. Then he lost to Evander Holyfield. That's two world title shots. Then he finally got a third one and he knocked out Michael Mora. Became the uh, oldest heavyweight champion in history.
10: That is unreal. Is
4: and, and he,
6: he, he, he beat uh, the German Axel Schultz in a uh, highly con- controversial decision on points. And then he lost the belt to Shannon Briggs in a highly controversial decision because 90% of people thought George Foreman deserved to beat Shannon Briggs, even at that age. Yeah. yeah. And Shannon Briggs then became the lineal heavyweight champion.
10: Shannon Briggs, what a character he is.
6: He is. He's, he's an inspiration because the guy's in unbelievable shape. For his age, absolutely shocking. And the yeah. motivation he gives me. I took so much motivation from Shannon in this comeback. You yeah. know, I'm thinking, if a guy of his age, he must be. He's got the same age as Lewis and Tyson and all them. like. Yeah, he's got uh, a bit. Early 50s or whatever. And he's in absolutely shredded shape. And,
10: and still he wants to fight.
6: fight. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I love
10: yeah, we, the guy.
6: Absolutely love him. Would you fight him? You know what? I might have an exhibition with him, but I wouldn't fight him because, to be honest with you, where do where we get off beating up on guys like 50 years old yeah yeah no exactly You know, i'd, I'd love to get in the ring with him and have a, have a move around with him and that, and obviously try and take me out because he's a massive puncher but it'd be up to me to just slip and slide and move him around showing a bit of w- respect
10: which is no one better in the world that does that than you tyson just for the people watching this for my followers who might be watching they didn't get involved they haven't trained this is what he'd done to me the first two weeks of lockdown i didn't really work out i was being a bit lazy i was a bit negative I started doing these lives to make sure I got up and uh, done it. How mentally, and I'm lucky enough to say I don't suffer with mental health issues so much, but I do obviously get down and negative sometimes, like everyone does. When I train, this feeling
6: now that I'm done for the day is the best feeling
10: in the world. Yeah,
6: Best feeling in the world. What happens is it releases an endorphin in your brain. It's a feel-good factor. Is that an actual scientific fact? That's a natural scientific fact. Working out and exercising. It releases a, an endorphin into the brain, which makes you feel good. So when you've done a hard training session or any workout, you feel better afterwards, and it starts you off for the day. But with me, after a few hours, that endorphin wears off. So then I've got to release bit. it again and again and again and again. So I'm trying to release that endorphin three, four times a day to get me through the days. <laughs>
10: well, that's a good thing in the long run, isn't it? You'd be fit as a fiddle.
6: Yeah, I'll be fit like you one day, Mark. Yeah, all right, mate. I, I tell you what, mate. You didn't. You didn't give us any easy exercises there. You went for it. I had to, mate. And look who I'm with. i, can't I let myself down in front of you. I didn't know what to expect. For all the people out there who are thinking, like, I yeah. didn't set it up or whatever, I didn't know what to expect. I was just going to go with the flow, and I really enjoyed it. It was a really tough workout. Congratulations.
10: Tyson, thank you so much. Honestly, a busy man that you are. We all love you so much. And just thanks so much for coming on. You're an inspiration to everyone, honestly. And I'm going to keep... I'll be at every one of your next fights, guaranteed.
6: That'll do, Mark. All the best.
10: Tyson, love to the family, stay mate.
6: Stay safe.
10: Yeah, love to the family, mate. Stay safe. Thank you, mate.
6: All the best. Bye-bye.